Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello. Welcome to your Hollywood crime scene mini episode. Hi. Hi. So, obviously, I'm going to start off with some breaking news. Britney Spears' conservatorship is finally coming to an end. It ended today. Today, it's done. She's free to do whatever she wants. Incredible. At long last. Incredible. So, that's 13 years after it has started. Uh, Los Angeles County Superior Court, Brenda Penny, announced the termination of the conservatorship today. Uh, Britney was not in attendance at the hearing but I'm sure she's celebrating somewhere. Is she in Vegas still? Uh, well, she did post on her Instagram. Oh, she did? She did post about it. She posted... It was a picture, but no comment, right? Yes, it was. Oh, she, there's a new one. Okay. She posted... First, she posted a clip of the celebration outside the courthouse okay. today where uh, Babs and Tess... Oh, we're, bo- cool. we're both in attendance. So she posted a clip of that, and she's like, I love my fans... It was a really sweet caption, and then she posted another pic after that, just proclaiming how happy she was to be free. Yeah. So, hooray. That's great. Yeah. So there's not much more information on that other than that, which is great. Um, Okay. Look, I'm just going to get this story out of the way. It's the first thing I saw this morning when I woke up. Joe Rogan announced that he's so flexible he could blow himself. I saw that too. <laughs> I didn't even read the story. I just was like, why would you... I don't need to know that information. I would be... I was surprised. This must be a new development for him because this seems like the kind of thing he would have told us earlier. Like that he can suck his own dick. Yeah, did it just come up? He, like <laughs> Maybe he's gotten really into yoga. Now I know... That every guy with a dick at some point has tried to suck their own dick. Well, according to him, he has never done it, but he's put his face there just to see if he could. I don't believe it. I I think if you can get down there, you suck it. (laughs) Because like I said, anyone who has a dick has tried to suck their own dick before, right? Well, what would be the difference than like, Jerking off, or you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just a heightened jerking off, right? And if you think it's gay, I mean, wouldn't jerking off be you jerking off a dick? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, I'm just trying to bring some logic to the situation, right? Uh, I don't know. I doubt. I I don't think you put your mouth down there and like, well, let me just try it. Although (laughs) I do think that would not be something you want someone to walk in on. No, that'd be embarrassing, (laughs) but. Who did we talk to years ago on our first podcast, Eating Pie, about sucking their own dick? Didn't, I don't remember. Was it Nick Weiger? Oh, maybe. I don't want to slander him on the podcast, no, but, but why do I've I feel... I've heard rumors that he has a big dick. Well, 
that's not slander. You know why? Because I've talked to him and people have said things and I was like, oh, I, I just don't remember our this, conversation. This is how we're going to get on the Doughboys podcast <laughs> yes. is by, by telling all of our fans on Hollywood Crime Scene that <laughs> Nick Weiger has a big dick. I mean, I'm sure he doesn't mind the rumor. Uh, yeah, so that's all I'm going to say about that. I literally, that's the first thing I saw when I was like half awake this morning. And I was just, I literally was like, I'm going back to sleep. Like I, I shut my phone and went back to sleep. I was like, I can't. I don't want to see the fallout of this tweet or this announcement. I don't want to see jokes about it. I'm done. Uh, so this news story... Um, this headline got my attention. Man found naked inside wall of New York State Theater. Did you see this story? I did, but I didn't read it. A man has been rescued after being trapped inside the walls of a theater in Syracuse, New York. The firefighters were called after someone was heard banging on the wall and pleading for help. It is believed the man was stuck in a crawl space for two days. Rescuers cut through the theater walls and found him naked. He is being treated at a local hospital. In a statement on Facebook, the Syracuse Fire Department said it was not clear how he'd gained access to the crawl space behind the wall. Um, And I would also be curious why he was naked. (laughs) Not just how he gained access. Like, was it hot in there and he had to take all his clothes off? Uh, So someone said, an employee of the, the theater said that he had saw him inside the theater and lost track of his location and assumed he had left. And then they said, I don't know if he was entering to keep warm or to use the bathroom. I just don't know why he was in there. Well, it sounds like he got hot in there. He took off his clothes. Yeah, because he wasn't naked when this employee saw him. I don't, I don't like people in the walls. That's scary. It's really scary. Yeah. Because especially we've covered some stories where people are in the attic and walls for very long periods of time. <laughs> it's alarming. It's very alarming. Now... This is uh, a follow-up to a, a celebrity we have covered before. This Moby, he did an interview in which he said he has been accidentally celibate for six years. <laughs> so he's, you? <laughs> he's proclaiming he's an incel? I'm thinking no one wanted to fuck him. That's so what, it wasn't primary. It wasn't really an accident. <laughs> how, how, what's, that's what I'm saying. What is the difference between accidentally celibate and involuntarily celibate. I guess he just wasn't thinking of uh, he wasn't sex trying. or he wasn't trying. Uh, it's The question to him was, how often do you have sex? And he said, never. I have been accidentally celibate for six years. And then they didn't follow up. I, I, I need more... Fo- I need reporters... <laughs> Who follow up on the things that we want to know. Who's reporting this story? This story is from The Guardian. I don't know why they're showing restraint. They never have before. They need to do a follow-up question. Uh, That's a follow-up question if I've ever... Like, what does that mean? Do you know what I mean? Or maybe this is just... Because these questions seem pretty vague. So maybe they just sent him a list of questions and he answered. That's maybe what I'm thinking happened here. Uh, So yeah, I mean, I'm glad he's uh, celibate instead of harassing Natalie Portman again. (laughs) (laughs) poor natalie portman um another celebrity we have talked about before got married was it yesterday yeah paris hilton got married i saw i have no idea who this guy she married is i'm assuming it's some rich guy uh he's probably like an investment banker she has a reality show about the countdown to their wedding or whatever yes i saw that they uh they like filmed it 
to be a part of that series. So I guess they did the the up, you know, everything that led up to it and the ceremony. Um, Nicole Richie was there. Kim Kardashian was there. They were married in a Bel Air estate. She wore an Oscar de la Renta wedding gown. I liked her gown. It was very pretty. Um, I thought it was really nice. She had three other dresses she wore. I really liked the little short one. Did you see this one? Ooh, that's cute. That's really cute. I really like that. Um, uh, this one, I don't know. I don't know why she had to do this one. I think the other two were nice. Honestly, <laughs> like if why I, add a th- third long one? If I was as rich as hers, I'd probably have a costume change or two at my wedding. I like the main gown. I like the little short one. I feel like this one's a little mother of the bride for me. It's fine. It's not as remarkable as the other two. I just felt like, why, why bring in this one? <laughs> it looks like a very pretty Emmy's dress. It's maybe. fine. It's not that it's bad, but it's like, eh, I wouldn't have wasted a change on that one. No. I got other things to do at my maybe, wedding. Maybe do a romper. Yeah, maybe, something. Maybe do or a, a slutty outfit. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Or yeah. a, a white bikini. Yeah, something in, uh, in her wheelhouse. Um, so, yeah. I I don't know if I'll watch the docu- um the documentary or a reality series. Um not really my thing. I have too much other reality piling up. Uh, look, I have, I have too way too much. much. Um another this is an update on a story. I can't remember if we covered it, the Aaron Rodgers story. Um I'm going to bring this up because his celebrity girlfriend or fiance, Shailene Woodley, um took this time in our history country's history <laughs> to defend him. Uh, I guess there was a picture um, of him supposedly getting coffee. She took to social media to say that uh, that is not Aaron Rodgers. She circled several things on the photo um, that prove it in, in her words. She also said, I know Aaron's body very well. First off, his feet, ahem, no offense to this rando dude, are a lot bigger. Yeah, I saw that. It's like, no, not now. We don't care about his big dick. But we all, she, also, <laughs> she also said, and my fiance's hands are very hairy, and this guy does not have any hair on his hands. Oh. Um, so, so basically the paparazzi took a picture of some dude who looked like Aaron Rodgers. It got, I don't even really think it looks like him, to be honest. I don't either, but it was like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is breaking quarantine. He's getting a cup of coffee, and it's not Aaron Rodgers. So it's she, clearly not. No. But I feel like she could have done it a little bit more uh, delicately and not slam this guy's small feet. Right. We don't. Maybe he does have a big dick. We don't know. I, don't, I also don't know that big feet, big dick really is always accurate. I don't think it is. It doesn't seem like it would be, um, but good for her. I'm glad she's getting a big dick. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like eating clay. Um, Now, I haven't, I I didn't get a chance to watch this before I'm reporting the story, but I have to say I'm very curious. Now, I'm not like a a Swifty or a Taylor Swift stan. I do kind of think it's cool that she's re-recording all of her old albums to get around that. I I like that. I like it. Um, Apparently, one of the songs that she wrote that she re-recorded is called All Too Well. And this is long reported to have been about her breakup with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. That happened, I think, when she was 21. So is that like, what, 10 years ago? Yeah. Uh, she also released a a short film for this uh, song. So like a music video, but it's like 15 minutes long. Yeah. So it is a short film uh, and everyone's picking this apart. 
and like sort of what happened. Now I did hear some negative things about Jake Gyllenhaal today on Twitter. I just haven't followed the story, but to be honest, I want to watch this, this short film and like read more about it. Apparently he said things to her, like you're too tall to wear heels and stuff like that. (laughs) Did Taylor say that he said that? Who said that he said that? It's just, I don't know who said that he said that. It's on the internet today. So it must be true. (laughs) Um, and that he broke up with her because of her, he said she was too young for him, but now I guess he's dating a 25 year old. So she was 21 and maybe he was late twenties. I mean, it's just a lot of stuff. Cause people are like, obviously love Jake Gyllenhaal and, uh, they're kind of like disappointed. I, I don't have those kind of feelings. Uh, I just find it an interesting story when two celebrities break up and one writes a song about it. I kind of am interested. Do and pe- apparently they have these fights in this video. Do people pour over Taylor Swift's lyrics and images in her videos sort of conspiratorially or like does she put is she known for putting easter eggs in her video I mean she's very autobiographical in yes. her lyrics yes uh she dates or she has dated a few famous men yeah and their breakups are very public and right. then these songs come out and people can put things together I guess there is something um, with a scarf she gave him oh. and he apparently took it during the breakup and this is in the video she wants it back she wants the scarf back give I'm it like, back I'm like what Jake. is it Mew Mew <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> what kind of scarf is that like I'm gonna need to see the scarf before uh, and I guess she's seen him wear it I mean I could see that being annoying <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I would. I would like the jacket back from the guy I lost my virginity to. I will say that. Yes, but it, imagine having to see him wear it, like at a premiere. Oh, so he wears it? I think so. Well, that's like, or she's seen him wearing it. I'm just saying, when you have a famous boyfriend or right. ex, it's probably even more annoying. Yeah, to see them because you have to know everything. Like most of us can just forget everything about an ex. Yeah, we don't have to ever. I mean, social media kind of, I guess, makes that a little harder. Um, so yeah, I mean, everyone's talking about that today, so I thought I would mention it. I do want to watch that. Uh, okay, here's a story I, I took down, but I didn't read it. I just like the headline. <laughs> what's our What's our date since last shit story? Oh, Jesus. Uh, a broken toilet means SpaceX crew got stuck using diapers. Oh, no. <laughs> what is SpaceX? Is that uh, Elon Musk? Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, apparently... Um, over the week, or as early as this weekend, they will be stuck using diapers on the way home because the capsule's toilet broke at some point. Um, one of the astronauts on the flight said the situation is suboptimal. Yeah, I, I, I mean, would say so. That's an understatement. That's got <laughs> to be a real humbling moment for you. You've been training your entire life to be an astronaut, and now you're wearing diapers and on the, on the flight. And I, I mean, that... That astronaut who wore the diaper to stalk her uh, ex and his That's new different. lover, That's she must feel vindicated. <laughs> <laughs> now she's like, well, now every every astronaut, I'm no longer the only astronaut in diapers. Right. So yeah, I don't know. There's nothing they can really do about it. I got to say, Desi, everything about space travel seems like it sucks ass. I would never want to go to space. Me I don't care if it was free. No, I'm not going. I'm not going. If I'm it's not free. getting in that little capsule. I don't want to eat the fucking freeze dried ice cream. Like they don't even eat that. They eat like worse stuff in space. I'm they not don't even doing get the it. ice cream. I don't think. I think they just eat paste. Ugh. Oh, imagine how every. Imagine how annoying anything in your life is to do, and it's a hundred times worse in space. Because apparently, this toilet started leaking, and they discovered pools of urine all Floating. over the SpaceX uh, capsule. 
Um, and it's like urine under the floorboards, uh, just like everything is awful and unusable now. It smells like piss up there. (laughs) They're in diapers. The smell's only going to get worse. But there is one positive note they bring up in this story. Uh, They also grew the first chili peppers in space. Who gives a shit? What does that matter? I can grow them here. I would like to know why we need chili peppers grown in space and what that helps us learn. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no one's going to live in space and grow, eat off, eat chili peppers. Uh, especially if you're in a diaper, the whole situation <laughs> sounds bad. No one wants to be in a diaper in space. So I'm going to end on a little heartwarming story. Um, I came across this story. Is so sweet. Um, so Estelle, Nicole fell and injured herself uh, six months ago. Who? She, Estelle, Nicole, just a woman. Okay. You don't know her. She's not famous. She went to a um, a care center in Orange County uh, for senior citizens who are recovering. And she uh, began withdrawing and getting very depressed in that situation, which I think is very common for people who have taken care of themselves and now are very dependent on others to help them. But a few weeks ago, um, a newborn, uh, a litter of newborn kittens showed up. One of the women who worked at this um, center had some uh, foster kittens and she had to bring them into work one day with her. And all of the residents found out she had these little fuzzy kittens in her office and they began stopping by asking if they could see them. Uh, So after ensuring that these senior citizens did not have allergies, she opened the door to um, some kitten therapy for these senior citizens. So their faces obviously all light up when they are holding these purring kittens. Uh, it's become now she every time she has fosters, she brings them into work with her and has this for the senior citizens. And they look forward to it now every week. Um, one resident was suffering from PTSD and depression, but when she picked up the kitten, her face lit up and she instantly uh, changed. Now, we both know how nice it is to hold little purring kittens. <laughs> it's the yeah. sweetest thing ever. Yeah. My fosters and Melon saved my life when I was spiraling yes. last year after Romy died. So usually she has litters of three to four kittens who are two to eight weeks old. So very tiny little babies. Um, when she gets them spayed and adopted, she brings in a new litter. And the de- the residents show up every week. It's like the highlight of their week now to see these little foster kittens and hold them. Look at her. <gasps> Isn't that so sweet? That's so cute. It's a little gray kitten. And this is Estelle, I presume. Oh, no, this is Norma Schilling. She snuggles a kitten during therapy session. She just looks elated. And this little kitten is just looking up at her with these adoring eyes. And they're... They're, they're getting socialized, too. And they're getting socialized. Uh, and this has been especially helpful because during quarantine, a lot of these people were unable to get visitors yeah. for safety reasons. So I'm sure it's still pretty limited. Uh, or uh, So they get to have these um, little kittens. It's very sweet. And I wanted to add this heartwarming story for all of you. That was the cat news I found. Wow. Um, So yeah, those are our stories for the week. Let's take a break. Okay. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Should we talk about what we watched or do you have listener emails? What do you got from me? I don't have listener emails this week, unfortunately. No one, everyone was too afraid after the great ones we had last week. (laughs) We did. I will say that we did get a lot of very cute uh, additional cat pictures. Yes. People keep sending those and I never get sick of them. I love seeing them. And I I like hearing about their personalities as well. I do too. They always give us some stories uh, to go along with it. Uh, What did I watch this week? Well... I mean, when I am writing the episode, I don't watch as much stuff as I normally do. I did watch, um, what's it called? Before I Awake. Did you see that movie? Yes. Did you like it? With Nicole Kidman? No. It's with... uh, Oh, that's Before I Go to Sleep or something. (laughs) People know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't know that movie. I mean, but it's there's a, there's a few movies with titles like that. Okay, well, I remember searching for this, and I was like, "Wait, what?" No, the that's one not that it. I'm talking about with Nicole Kidman, it's very good. Is it like a ghost story? Or no, a, it's a, a scary. It's story? a suspense thriller. Ooh, yeah, okay. yeah. I like that kind of movie. This one is Mike Flanagan movie. It might be a Netflix movie. Yeah, uh, it's pretty good. Not the best. I, I, I feel about Mike Flanagan, like every time I see something of his, it's like, it's almost good, yeah. but not quite. He's the guy who did Hill House and Midnight Yeah, it's Mass. like, I like a lot of the ideas and like the stories, but it's not quite there for me. And I don't know why, because everyone else seems to like love him. It's not for me. But I'm not talking about his series. This is a movie. Because I, although I did like Dr. Sleep, the director's cut, uh, I will say that. But yeah, so I watched that. And then I started watching his Ouija board movie, but I have to rewatch it because I fell asleep. <laughs> he did a Ouija board movie? Yes. It's like a prequel. What's it called? It's called Ouija Origin of Evil. <laughs> What's it a prequel to? Ouija? Isn't there a Ouija board movie? Isn't <laughs> what, there? I didn't. I thought there was just one Ouija board movie. I didn't know there was two, but I'll watch well, it. Well, there's a prequel 
Did you watch it? Uh, I started last night and fell asleep. Okay. So I have to rewatch it. That's not an indication that it's boring. It's right. just me being tired. Right. Uh, did you see the first Ouija? Ouija? No. Is it not Ouija? It's Ouija. I'll say it however. You know what? <laughs> I thought I was trying to... I thought I always say Ouija, but then I was like, maybe I'm wrong. And now I have to say it the proper way. You know what? <laughs> Ouija board. Ouija? It's Ouija. I'm sure some people say it Ouija. Okay. It's- I don't really care. I mean, either way is fine with me. <laughs> it's a made up thing. Words are all made up. <laughs> uh, did you see the first whatever movie? I didn't. I want to see it though now. I I liked the origin movie. Look, I don't. Ha- I have very low standards for movies. Me too. I don't really care if it's good. <laughs> like what some of the complaints about before I wake didn't even cross my mind because they're like right. the CGI butterflies were, and I was like, really? I don't fucking care about that. Like, because uh, they looked fake, that's still fine with me because they were a dream. So who cares if they looked real? Right. Like I don't get that complaint. What am I, some science nerd? <laughs> but I'm like, the CGI, blah, blah, blah. That doesn't bother me unless the movie has to be realistic. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so it's pretty good. It's like almost there. It's like half-baked. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I know what you mean. Uh, so then I started the Ouija board movie. I'm going to go back to that tonight probably. Yeah, I don't think I had anything else. Succession I watched. We watched the new Dexter. I guess we talk, talked about that a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about you? Man, nothing really. Sunday was like real stressful for me because I felt like everything happened on Sunday night and then there's just been, I'm just waiting for next Sunday. Oh, uh, like TV wise. Yeah. Because Sunday night was Succession, Curb Your Enthusiasm, the new Dexter premiered, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and 90 Day Fiance. Oh. So I parked my ass on the couch Sunday night. I only watched a few of those, and then I had to watch the rest of them Monday night. It's a hard job. <laughs> I talked I talked to you, or maybe I talked about on the after show, about how good the last season of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City was, because we got to see the... Um, the feds show up. Yeah. Homeland Security the showed up. The last episode. The last season. Yeah. The last episode. Apparently, the next episode, according to Andy Cohen, is going to be the greatest episode of television ever. So we'll, we shall we'll, see. We'll see. We'll see if it is. But th- this past episode with uh, Jen Shaw getting arrested was incredible. It's a wild storyline. Yeah. Just the fact that they were there taping when it happened. They were probably coming in their pants. Bravo. Oh, was. yeah. They loved it. When they realized that they're going to get footage of this. Yes. I mean, they even... It just like I had chills watching so much of it. Yeah. Just seeing Jen Shaw in that um, Hummer limo or whatever fucking huge fucking get out. car they yeah. were in, you know, she, she turns to Whitney and she goes, can you turn my mic off? Can you turn my mic off? And it's Ugh. like, oh, shit. Shit's going down. And... It's unbelievable. I can't, it's unbelievable. I don't know. The thing that's always wild to me about these things, and I've thought it in real life and and on these shows, you know you're a scammer. Why go on television and put it all out there for everyone? Same with Erica Jane. It's like you went on TV, flaunted your wealth, and thought that no one would be like, hey, you guys stole my settlement. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like you didn't have to do that. It's just a level of confidence, 
I will never understand or possess. Right. Like Jen Shaw could have stopped her scheming when she got on the show. Right. Maybe that would have done something. Yeah. Because I know she's been doing it for a while, but maybe it wouldn't have brought so much attention her way. And we talked about Jen Shaw on the main episode before, right? Didn't we do an episode? We did over the summer. We talked about Erica Jane and Jen Shaw because it was both of those stories were breaking at the same time. That's right. And so Jen Shaw, just a refresh, she stole money from senior citizens. Uh, She stole a lot of people's money with a With like a telemarketing type scam. Right. And she's one of the stars of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. This season two has been highly anticipated because... Well, we all knew she was busted while they were filming the show. And now there's a whole episode basically centering around this bust that happens when they're about to go off on like a a trip together, which they always do in these shows. Yeah. And they're in the parking lot of, what is it? Beauty and Lash. Beauty Beauty Lab. Beauty Lab. Lab. By the way, I really want to go with you to Beauty Lab and Laser. Oh, Beauty Lab and Laser. <laughs> I would love I would love to find out how many listeners we have in the Salt Lake City area. I'd like to go to Salt Lake City. I've heard it's very cool and nice. Like that area, like Salt Lake City is is fun. Yeah. Uh it's not like Mormon pent up. Like there's a lot of nightlife and stuff to do. Yeah. Uh so it does seem like it would be fun. Yeah. Or, or we could put on our little um Laura Ashley dresses. I'm fine with that too, Desi. <laughs> we could do it. We could go. I'm totally fine with be that like, too. Uh, all Mormony. Yeah. It's very beautiful. Utah's very beautiful. I've never been. Oh, you went there for rehab. I did. <laughs> <laughs> My first rehab was in Utah. And the for the two weeks that I was there before I got kicked out, <laughs> it was very beautiful. Yes. There's also an area that I'm very curious about. I saw Melissa from Web Crawlers went on a vacation. It's in southern Utah and it looked really cool. Yeah. There's like some kind of cavey resort. I don't want to go in the caves. No. But I liked the area and the resort looked really nice. No, we've talked about caves. No. We, we're not I'm spelunkers. Not, I'm not going in a fucking cave. <laughs> I'm a spunker, not a spelunker. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> so yeah. What's, That's good. What's also crazy, I just wanted to reiterate how crazy this uh, Jen Shaw, this whole episode was last week, is that when all the girls were like, what's going on? What's going on? She told everybody before they knew what was happening, she's like, my husband's in the hospital with internal bleeding. She fucking lied about her husband being gravely ill so yeah. she could bounce. It's diabolical. To come up with a lie like that off the top of your head... It's so crazy. It's insane. Like, because most normal people, if they didn't want to tell people, would be like, something happened. I'll tell you later. I have to go. Like, just right. keep it vague. Yeah. You wouldn't give a specific thing about someone being deathly ill. Something so horrible. Because Especially all- with internal, like, internal bleeding. Where'd that come from, it's, you sick bitch? It's like- so specific. And all the girls were so concerned and so worried about her. And they're all discussing in the car. They're like, well, should we still go on the ski trip? Like, her husband, like, it sounds like he's dying. Yeah, that's what I... That's that's like crazy because I would leave it vague, but say something like, "Everything's fine. You don't have to worry." But, but I'm I just, happy. I have to go. Yeah, like that kind of thing. Right. You could have set everyone's mind at ease that it wasn't like a life or death situation. No, but she before she bounced, she had to play the sympathy victim card where she was like, "I need everyone to feel really bad for me." Yes, <laughs> and yeah, that's then, what it is. And now they're all concerned about her and worried about her. So the scam would be an afterthought. 
Well, yes. it's like, yes, I can't believe she's getting arrested while her husband's in the hospital. <laughs> like, yeah, because 10 minutes later, the fucking cavalry shows up. Yeah, and so everyone knows. Yeah, so <laughs> anyway, if you would like a full breakdown of that episode, I highly recommend listening to Cara Berry's podcast, Everyone's Business But Mine. I, I was refreshing and refreshing my podcast app I listened to it until I could, you know, because yeah. I, of course, Kara's like, I had to get her take on it. Um, she did a fabulous breakdown of that whole episode. It's great. Uh, if you're in, if you're a fan of Housewives or reality TV in general, listen to her podcast. So yeah, um, but that I think that was like my the highlight for me yeah. of, of television this week. Yeah, it's a good. Uh... It's a good franchise. It's one of the top franchises of Real Housewives. Yeah. As far as those go. Yeah. Um, so that's all we watched. What'd you eat? What did I eat? Did we eat something interesting? No. We didn't? I can't remember. We- I'm excited for tomorrow. Well, tomorrow we have big eating plans. We're going to do a work day. Yeah. And we're going to get some pastries and coffee. Like I like how little business people were. Okay, guys, bring in some pastries to the office. But unlike, <laughs> but unlike normal business people, we're not going to cut them into little quarters and portions. We're probably going to eat like four pastries each. Yes, I mean I might be willing to share a few. We can share them, but I'm, I want to taste a lot. But I'm saying, I'm not total. Yeah, total. I will have consumed at least four pastries. Oh, right. I'm not having a sliver. I'm not just having a tiny little bite of a pastry. Or ripping a piece of a donut off. I don't do do that. That's so gross. That's what they do in offices. No. They cut the donuts into quarters and then everyone is expected to... No, I would be that pig worker in the office who would take an entire (laughs) donut. Look, if you can't handle a donut, that's not that much food. (laughs) Just because it's a lot of calories doesn't mean it's a lot of food. If it doesn't weigh that much, that's not that many calories. <laughs> so it's light and fluffy. It's yeah. I mean, look, I'm very uh, excited for tomorrow. I've already uh, come up with some ideas about which pastries I want to get. Okay, which ones do you want to get? Well, I definitely want to get an almond croissant. Yeah, because me too. As I reiterated to Desi before we started recording, almond pastries are like my favorite. They're the best. They're the best. I uh, There was one at Trader Joe's had an almond mm. round. It looked pretty good. Um, Honestly, but yeah, almond I, croissants and pastries, they're always... If they're like fresh, yeah. they're, the, they're superior. Anytime there's like an almond in a dessert on a menu, I'll probably order it. I think... Uh, yeah, I'm a fan. I'm just a really big fan of that flavor. I love an almond croissant. It's like... It's so delicious. I think before I was in the know, I, I was like, oh, chocolate, pan au chocolat, those are it. But when, once I had an almond croissant, I would never looked back. I never looked back either. It's I'm not that I wouldn't eat a chocolate croissant. Oh, I absolutely Of course would. I'll eat that. But it's for me, it's all about the almond. Yeah. Uh, there's a few things I'm curious about. I want the cream roll. Yeah. I'd be willing to try a savory item. I think we should get that ham and cheese one. But there was something that. else like a cheddar and chive scone type thing. That sounds good too. I like I'll that. eat anything. I yeah. I mean I like ham and cheese croissants too. Who doesn't? Uh, especially Come when on. they have like a little bechamel in it or something. <laughs> I like when the cheese has oozed out onto the baking pan and gets, and it gets crispy. crispy. Oh yes. 
I knew where you're going with that. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. That's what I want. So I think that's probably going to be the highlight. Did I cook anything? Did I make anything good? I don't think, I mean, I made things, but nothing to write home about. We got a, I got kohlrabi in my vegetable box. You did too? Did you not see my tweet? I tweet, okay. Last night I was, I looked like an insane person to everyone who saw this tweet, but I tweeted at you, you up. And it was a recipe for some kohlrabi because I got a bunch of kohlrabi in my vegetable box that comes every week. And I, I've never made anything with kohlrabi before. So I, I, I was like researching about kohlrabi and like it's, tra- there, it's apparently it's traditional in Indian cuisine, but it's also like traditional to or whatever. Like people often make slaws with it. Wait, I had this conversation with you. We did. Yesterday too. Yes. Okay. That's why. I, that's why I tweeted you the recipe yesterday. Um, I saw that recipe before you tweeted it to me because okay. I already searched, and that was like one of the first ones. I was like, "That looks good." That looks something like okay. The recipe was Parmesan baked kohlrabi. I mean, it was just like roast. I like roasted vegetables. Me too. Um, yeah. Maybe we should pick some recipes and do a kohlrabi. <laughs> make each make a different kohlrabi because yeah, I don't even know what the flavor is. It, apparently, it's similar it's like similar to like broccoli but also jicama and it's but it's sweeter so maybe it's like the stalk of broccoli yes because i i actually like broccoli stalk it is like the stalk like i'll chop it up and roast it with the florets i like peel it peel the tough skin off and then it's very soft inside and you can also use the leaves but my i already threw them out because they were kind of wilted my leaves are bullshit i gotta say does he our vegetable box service Half the time, my produce looks like shit. I want a different vegetable box. I do too. And I'm so sick when I forget to like fix it or customize it. I get the stupidest things. I got two kiwis and I hate kiwis. We've talked about this. Do you want my kiwis? I'll take them, but Will I already have like them? 10 kiwis because of this boxes. Just um, and I don't also, want them in my sight anymore. Also like... The green bell peppers were wilted. Or oh, yours were wilted. No, mine were fine. But it's like I'm. I don't. I don't like bell pepper. Green bell peppers. Right. Although I did actually put them in my chili, and it was good. Yeah. Um, no, I think we need to find a new vegetable box. I just. It just sucks because it's like I will eat all those vegetables, but it's like the next day they're all wilted. Everything's wilted. I just put. I got it last night, and the lettuce that I put in the fridge last night when it after it arrived is already wilted. And I know you can revive lettuce, but I feel like it shouldn't wilt after one day. Yeah, I don't know. I, I agree, though. It's sometimes yellowed. Yeah, then that's the other thing. So I got collard greens and they were like all yellows on the tip. I just feel like we're getting the bottom of the barrel vegetables and I don't want to be paying $30 a week. It's expensive. Yeah, it's too expensive. Because I could get those vegetables at a farmer's market for cheaper. I agree. Probably. I just, it's the convenience, obviously. I like the convenience of it and I do like the surprise of it sometimes or at least even the surprise when I forget what vegetables I've customized. Yeah. But I don't. I think we need to shop around. Yes, let's shop. We'll shop around. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.